Bible is the vanilla factor in spiritual growth. Can you go ahead to the first slide? It's not uh, projected uh, behind here. (laughs) Thank you. The vanilla factor. That's a phrase from this book uh, published by Willow Creek Community Church. They did a massive study in their church and other churches on what accounts for spiritual growth to take place. You won't be surprised to learn that prayer is important in spiritual growth and uh, spiritual friendships and time spent uh, in silence. But the number one factor, they call it the vanilla factor, is engaging with the Bible. Let me explain. The term vanilla factor comes from the ice cream industry. You see, vanilla is always the number one selling flavor of ice cream. Chocolate is always number two. Number three depends on what is uh, in, in style right then. It might be Rocky Road or, uh, you know, whatever. Cookies and cream, whatever. But simply saying that vanilla is number one doesn't tell the whole story because it is like way number one. Vanilla accounts for more than twice as much of number two, which is chocolate, and I think it accounts for more than all the other flavors uh, uh, put together. So when you say something is the vanilla factor, you mean not only that it's just number one, but it's like way number one. They said everywhere we turned... The data revealed the same truth. Spending time in the Bible is hands down the highest impact personal spiritual practice. Therefore, I would like you to engage with the Bible in this coming year. Or as the title of this sermon says, uh, turn over an old leaf in 2019. By engage, I mean reflect on it, think about it, hear it, wrestle with it, heed it. Engage, not just skimming, not just blah, 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 done. Engage with Holy Scripture. Now, in this, at the end of this sermon, I'm going to uh, give you some specific suggestions on how to do so. But let's start by, uh, first of all, asking why. Why engage uh, with the Bible in the coming year? Well, we've already said it's the vanilla factor. Let's take that apart. Let's break that down a little bit. Let me give you six reasons why you might want to upgrade your engagement with the Scripture in this year. Number one, for salvation and sanctification. To enter into a relationship, a saving relationship with Jesus Christ, and to continue sanctification, to continue growing in that relationship. 2 Timothy chapter 3 says, From infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith. In Christ Jesus. So the first reason is 
for the salvation of our souls and the growth, the sanctification of our spirits. Here are some of the metaphors the Bible uses uh, to describe the power of the word. It is a fire that burns away dross. It is a hammer that breaks up stony hearts. It's rain that refreshes the countryside. It is milk that nourishes a baby. It is a sword to battle the devil. It is a mirror that shows us our true selves. It is a lamp for guidance. So to grow spiritually, you need to meditate or engage with Scripture. That's reason number one. Reason number two why you may want to upgrade your engagement is for shalom. You know that word, peace, but it's a rich word. Wholeness, uh, soul satisfaction, rest, well-being, prosperity for shalom. Psalm 119, 165. Great peace have they who love your law. Nothing can make them stumble. Joshua 1.8. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to obey everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So the second reason to engage is for well-being and shalom. Number three, third reason, to be equipped for every good work. That's what 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 say. Let me quote it for you. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching and rebuking and correcting and training in righteousness so that the man and the woman of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So, do you need help in the good work of parenting? The word can help you. Do you need wisdom for handling money? The word can equip you. Do you need help in uh, controlling your temper? Engage with the Bible. It can equip you for that good work. Do you need help taming your tongue, the word is there as a resource to help us grow into every good work. Reason number four, why engage with the scripture in 2019 for light slash guidance. Psalm 119.105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a uh, Uh, It is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Psalm 119, 130. The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Here's a scripture reading you can do uh, with me that talks about the understanding, the light 
that comes to those who engage with the scripture. I'll read the, uh, the white and you read uh, the yellow. Oh, how I love your law. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies. I have more understanding than all my teachers. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts. What is reason number four you may want to engage with the scripture in 2019? Can you, are you taking notes or you can, can you recall reason number four? Turn to the person next to you and tell them reason number four. One, two, three, go. Time is up. For light, for guidance. Number five, to help you hate every wrong path. That's what the scripture says. Psalm 119, 127, 128. Because I love your commands more than gold, more than pure gold, and because I consider all your precepts right, I hate every wrong path. We don't often think of hate as being part of our discipleship and uh, part of this covenant relationship we're in with God. But yes, it is proper to hate every wrong path. We're not judgmental. We don't look down and be won't scorn, but we guard ourselves. We realize the devil is the destroyer of our souls and we hate every wrong path. And the word can help you with that. Number six, to be like Pastor David. (laughs) If you want to be, if you want to follow the example of your leaders at Crossbridge, uh, they are men and women of the word. One of the things I love about Crossbridge is that this is a word-centered, a word-loving, obeying church, and we can follow in the example of our leaders as they uh, model that great endeavor for us. Okay, that is six reasons to engage with Scripture in the coming year for shalom, fullness of life, for salvation, and so forth. Okay, now let me give you some practical suggestions on how to engage. But before we do that, let me give, first of all, two acknowledgments. Let me just uh, acknowledge what you may be feeling and thinking before we get into the, uh, the practical stuff. First acknowledgement. The Bible's hard to understand. Can I get a witness? (laughs) I mean, it, it, it can be pretty tough. And this engaging with the scripture, it can feel like a real discipline. Uh, do you take comfort in the fact that Second Peter chapter 3 says, Our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you according to the wisdom that was given to him. Some things in his letters are hard to understand. Which the ignorant uh, twist. Yeah, Peter said, eh, you know, Paul's a great guy. I love Paul and he, he's written to you. But boy, some of his stuff is pretty tough to understand. 
And so we acknowledge that. One reason it's, uh, it's hard to, for us to engage is because we live in an electronic age. Our attention spans are going this direction, shrinking. We have the internet, we have movies, we have video games, we have texting and tweeting and liking and chatting, and it's hard to read. So I acknowledge that. I, in just a minute, I have some suggestions that, that may help you if you find this, if, if I'm speaking for you if, you, if you say, that's right, it's hard to do this. But let me also say, this is a discipline. We're talking about engaging with Scripture, not just skimming it. And so the year 2019 might call for a special commitment on your part Uh, to upgrade your habits with the word. But the first acknowledgement is that this can be tough. Second acknowledgement, personality types. Each person here is an individual, and your pathway in spiritual growth will not look exactly like everyone else. Some people here are contemplative. You find it, you may find it relatively easy to meditate on scripture. Some people are active. You may find it difficult. Some people are Mary. Some people are Martha. Some people are engineers. Some people are artists. This church contains many personality types. And so I am not giving you a law. Thou shalt do exactly. I'm going to give you four suggestions in just a minute. They're suggestions. We don't want to make a a prescription out of this. But having said that, there are principles of spiritual growth. And one of the principles is the vanilla factor. If you want to overcome your temper and be a more loving person and develop the heart of God, and we're going to have to engage with Scripture in some way. It's not the only path to spiritual growth. There's also prayer and spiritual friendships and you know silence. But this is the big one. This is the big one. And so one of the principles of spiritual growth, even with all our different personality types, is that we engage with the word. All right, Uh, six reasons to do so, two acknowledgments, and I'm going to come back in just a minute to give you four suggestions on how to do this. But uh, we're going to break up the sermon today, and we have an activity in between here. Who will guide us? Lillian? will guide us in our activity. (laughs) Thanks, Pastor Jeff. Um, So as we've heard, there's many reasons to engage with the Bible, and I want to bring your attention back to reason number four. The word gives us light and guidance. Um, Psalm 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Um, Maybe you've been feeling unsatisfied with the way you've been incorporating scripture, reading into your daily life this past year. Maybe today's message has convicted you, or maybe this is something you've already been thinking about for a while. 
And maybe you relate to the two acknowledgments that Pastor Jeff mentioned, that the Bible is hard to understand and that we all have different personality types. And whatever the reason may be and wherever you are right now, um, I encourage and invite you to make a commitment to change that this year. Um, Next slide, yeah. At the front and the back of the sanctuary, there are tables with unlit candles. Um, For the next, like, five, ten minutes, take some time to meditate and think through whether or not this is a commitment that you want to make for yourself for this new year. And if and when you are ready, you can feel free to come to the front um, or the back to light a candle to represent this new commitment. And for families with young children, there are LED candles in the back as, like, a safer alternative. Um, So as a congregation and as a Bible-believing church, let's commit to engage more deeply with God's word and actually let it truly be a lamp to our feet and a light on our path. Six reasons to engage with Holy Scripture in 2019. Two acknowledgments. And then let me give you some practical instruction on how to actually do so. Turning over an old leaf. Four suggestions. L-E-A-F. The uh, Willow Creek study, Follow Me, says reflecting on scripture implies a contemplative process, one of thoughtful and careful deliberation. This is not about skimming. So how do we engage? L, learn it by heart. That is to say, memorize it. Once again, this is not a law, this is not a thou shalt, but it's a pretty good idea that you may want to consider. Engage, put it in your heart, in your mind, meditate on it, have it at hand by memorizing it. My wife and I have done this for years, but lately I realized that we had stopped doing it. And so as I was preparing this sermon, the Lord reminded me, and so we've gotten back to it this, uh, I guess just this last week, we've restarted our discipline of memorizing the word. At night, at dinner time, uh, we simply read a passage out loud, and we do that for as long as it takes until we have it memorized. Currently, we're uh, working on Colossians chapter 3. In years past, we've done Isaiah 40, and we did 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 4, and we've done uh, a whole bunch of psalm, different psalms. And so you may want to memorize Holy Scripture. Second suggestion. Engage with eyes or ears. That is to say, read it. Or, and or, Listen to it. If you find reading laborious and difficult, you don't get much out of it, how about listening to the word? Here's an app you may want to use called the Daily Radio Bible. My friend Hunter Barnes is a pastor in New Jersey, and he's also a professional actor, and he reads the scripture every single day, and he's reading it along with us. It's not like canned from recorded from years ago. Every day he's reading the scripture along with us. And if you listen to Hunter every day for a year, you will go through the entire Bible once and the New Testament twice in the course of a year. So I listened to him this morning as I do every day, and he's coming to the end of Revelation right now. I guess he'll finish it tomorrow. And then on uh, Tuesday, 
uh, January 1st, I suppose he's going to start with Genesis. You might want to join uh, the gang by listening to the scripture. L-E-A, assemble. That is to say, uh, talk about it together in a, in a group uh, discussion. That's sort of, a, sort of a collective way to meditate on the word. This person shares that idea and this question and this idea, and it's a group meditation. Are you in a small group? Do you read scripture and, and focus on scripture and talk about scripture? I encourage you, I exhort you to assemble together around the word. You may like to join CBS, Community Bible Study. That's a large Bible study on Wednesday mornings. It's for uh, women, and uh, they meet on Wednesdays at a nearby uh, church. My wife is actually the teaching director for CBS, so if you'd like to know more about Community Bible Study, we can tell you uh, more about that. And then... F, fill in. That is to say, take notes. Take notes as you read scripture. You can journal about it or fill in notes. uh, Take notes as you are listening to sermons. So much of our preaching and our listening to preaching, just, you know, in one ear, out the other, and you might want to slow down and think about and, you know, get your other senses involved, the sense of uh, touch and feeling and Prompt yourself to engage with Scripture. L-E-A-F. And so, will you join me in 2019? I am committing myself, I lit my candle, (laughs) to continue in the disciplines that I have in the Word, like memorization and listening to Pastor Hunter Barnes but also maybe to upgrade a half a step. As your friend, as your brother, as your pastor, as your teacher, I ask you, will you join me in 2019? And at this time next year, December 30th, 2019, (laughs) As you look back on the previous year, you may discover that you've taken a couple of steps forward in Christ-likeness. All right, let us conclude with the words of Francis Schaeffer, the great apologist and preacher and defender of the faith back in the 1970s, 1980s. Francis Schaeffer said, I don't love this book because it has a leather cover and golden edges. I love it because it's God's book. Through it, the creator of the universe has told us who he is, how to come to him through Christ, who we are, and what all reality is. Without the Bible, we wouldn't have anything. It may sound melodramatic, but sometimes in the morning I reach for my Bible and just pat it. (laughs) I am so thankful for it. Our music team's coming forward. Will you join me in prayer?
Heavenly Father, we do thank you for the word that you have shared with us. Without it, where would we be? Help us, Lord, to listen to the voice of the Spirit regarding our engaging with Holy Scripture. Help us to obey through Christ our Lord. Amen.